Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink. Meaning P stands for being persistent. I stands for using your intuition. N stands for networking. And K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Welcome, everybody. So glad that you're tuning in to us today, which is February 26th, 2020. We have a wonderful guest today. In fact, he's coming back on our program. We had him previously, Dr. James Greenblatt. And he has some really exciting news to share with everyone. But our main subject matter is going to be binge eating. He actually has come out with a new book, and uh, we'll be discussing that as well. A little background, he's a pioneer in the integrative medicine field, And I'd say that he's probably treated patients in the past with complex behavioral and mood disorders. Um, He got his medical degree from George Washington University School of Medicine. So let's bring him on. Hi. How are you today, Dr. Greenberg? Hi, Denise. How are you? I'm just great. Well, I'm excited about our topic today. Why don't we just get right into it? Sure. What would you like to share with us? Well, I, I think that, um, you know, uh, as a psychiatrist, eating disorders, um, which is our most life-threatening um, psychiatric illness, anorexia nervosa, right up there with, um, you know, overdoses and substance abuse, both um, anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating disorder are just not addressed in, in our medical education, our psychiatric training. So they're kind of neglected, ignored uh, conditions, but uh, patients suffer tremendously. So this new book we wrote is on an integrative medicine approach to the most common eating disorder, which is binge eating disorder. Is that where you have the, the most experience? Well, I mean, for the last 20 years, I've devoted my career to eating disorders. So in the hospital level of care, we treat them, um, you know, severe anorexia nervosa. But in our outpatient clinics, um, you know, we see a lot of binge eating disorder. Again, it's the most common. And it, it's a disorder that is now only in the past few years classified as a, a psychiatric illness. And only in the past few years, 
in you know what, what's called the DSM, the Diagnostic Manual, and, uh-huh. and they're really effective treatments. So that's why I wrote the book and wanted people to know that there are very uh, simple, effective treatments. Well, let's talk about what those might be. Great. I mean, again, uh, as a psychiatrist, I kind of have these dual, wor- dual worlds as a using medications when needed, but most of my career is what's called integrative medicine or functional medicine. So I look at the underlying cause, and what we found for those with binge eating, which is different than overeating, binge eating is a disorder, very rapid consumption of large amounts of calories, Um, and it's secretive, it's shameful, friends, spouses uh, are typically unaware. But what we found and what the research is demonstrating, there's likely a, a kind of neurochemical imbalance. And if we can address that and address some of the underlying causes, um, we can treat and completely, um, you know, cure uh, binge eating disorder. I didn't know. I had no idea it was a neurochemical imbalance. Well, I, I think a, a lot of people don't. A lot of people still you know, talk about it as overeating and it feels um, shameful. You can't control yourself. Why don't you just Mm -hmm. not eat or go to Burger King, you know, three times uh, in the span of an hour. Um, Mm. But we're now understanding that appetite is regulated by chemicals in the brain and we can kind of help control that. What do you use? Well, I mean, the overarching theme of the book is that um, everyone's different, so we try to look at underlying causes. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be nutritional deficiencies, it could be food allergies, it could be genetics. But I think the most common thing that we see is deficiencies in how we digest uh, protein. Um, Because if we don't digest protein adequately then our brain can't make the chemicals that tells us you're full or you're hungry. So you just have this kind of insatiable kind of appetite and uh, there's no sense of control or satiety. So um, the big chunk of the book is on kind of helping individuals understand proper digestion um, and sometimes we need digestive enzymes and acid and then how to use some... uh, amino acids and protein in regulating appetite. Uh, amino acids and protein, what do you mean? Well, a lot of our patients struggling with binge eating disorder, they eat, they eat fine, they eat adequately. Um, sometimes they're overweight, sometimes they're underweight. The weight is not the issue. It's this um, rapid consumption of food at a, at a certain period. So what we found when even though they might be eating adequate protein, and protein would be chicken, fish, dairy, meat. When we look at uh, blood tests, we look at levels of the breakdown products of protein, which are amino acids. They're deficient. They have no levels of amino acids. Now, occasionally we see that in someone who's restricting or vegan or not eating enough protein, but our binge eating disorder patients typically are eating protein. But what we find is their body is not digesting it. They're not breaking it down. Because every chemical, 
and there's probably 20 of them, that helps control appetite in the brain is based on these breakdown products of protein called amino acids. Ah, so then you'll supplement them with amino acids then. Absolutely. We give them the digestive enzymes to break down with with hydrochloric acid. So acid Mm -hmm. is critical to break down protein in the stomach. Mm -hmm. So we give them a digestive enzyme to break down the protein, and then we supplement with the amino acids, and oftentimes we can restore a sense of control around hunger and, um, and satiety or feeling full so they don't binge. Oh, my gosh. This is really fascinating. It, it really I is, and it's really simple. And that's part of the reason I, I wanted to write this book is, you know, a, a, a sad part of my job is working with patients with anorexia, and that is very time-consuming and really challenging, and we go very slowly. But the binge eating disorder is a disorder that is 100% treatable um, in my experience. Fantastic. What would you say is the difference between having an appetite and then hunger? I kind of always thought they were the same. Um, this this certainly a very similar. I, I think some people describe the the you know the appetite as this um, physiological need you know for food, where hunger sometimes has has emotional connotations and very um, sometimes unregulated. unregulated. Are you still there? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's hmm, interesting. So, when a uh, you have some some exciting news to share with us relative to um, your ability in the future to help a lot more people. Yes, as you know, I, I devoted the last. 20 years to the treatment of eating disorders, it's been quite clear that the treatment across the country and even around the globe is very inconsistent. Um, It is uh, a psychological model where we take a a very uh, holistic model looking at both psychological and biological as well as, you know, spiritual, that, that food has very powerful um, meanings for all of us, but we'll be opening up a new treatment center uh, in July, uh, 82 beds outside of Boston, um, you know, for an integrative holistic treatment for uh, all eating disorders. I think that's so fantastic. I'm going to tell as many people yeah, many as people, I can. Yeah, now many people don't know that, again, uh, you know, anorexia is a life-threatening illness. Yes. Um, and, and uh, binge eating disorder is um, just the most common eating disorder with with, with shame and guilt, and uh, people are afraid to seek help because they're tired of being told, you know, just diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for illness, it's a multifaceted, um, comprehensive approach that um, can help individuals. It's not simple. I know so many people... Um, you know, who have family members or friends that have been fighting their weight most of their lives. 
And, you know, I've, I've watched certain people where they'll go on these diets and they'll lose 10, 20 pounds. And then next thing you know, it's right back on again, sometimes even more so. Um, so the obesity issue here in you know the United States is is huge, and so are the people. <laughs> yeah, no, the um, you know the, the introductory chapter is getting off the roller coaster, and that's the image on the the book. So it is a, a roller coaster ride for for so many individuals, and you know it's it's complicated, but there's certainly a subset of individuals with what I refer to as food addiction. You know, it's okay. controversial in the field, but um, I, I believe there's a subset of people with binge eating that do have uh, an addiction to food that they can't stop. And, and we talk a little bit about that. And some of the the variables are we know how addicting sugar can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about the um, monosodium glutamate, MSG, uh, this is um, a, a chemical that causes things to taste good. So in the 70s and 80s, um, we put it in every processed food, and it used to be called um, uh, Chinese restaurant syndrome because Chinese restaurants would add it to all their foods. And then people realized there was some danger to it, not danger, but people had um, side effects and headaches. And then in animal models, they were able to demonstrate that MSG, you know, caused uh, some neurotoxicity and uh, this food addiction concept. People were craving, these animals were craving food. So we took it out of um, a lot of processed food and a lot of Chinese restaurants, as you know now, say no MSG. But now McDonald's and its MSG is coming back and there's a big lobbying group trying to, Make sure people think that MSG is safe. But I think there's pretty good literature that we discuss in the book talking about monosodium glutamate, MSG, as contributing to this concept of of food addiction. Why would McDonald's start putting it back in? Are their sales not where they want them to be? Well, I think it's um, – I think I read it might have been just maybe with their chicken sandwich – or something new because it, it makes food taste good. Mm. Um, and so there's a marketing campaign to say that it's simple and safe. Um, oh, and no. um, so food tastes good, might as well put it in. Oh, dear. I, I've had mm. individuals um, when I first started this um, years ago who would be, um, you know, addicted to Chinese food and with the MSG in Chinese food. Mm. Uh, the... Um, you know, we talk about sometimes alcoholics, they develop cravings when they drive by the bar that they're used to um, and they start craving the food. Well, I had individuals who would drive by Chinese restaurants that they would frequent and start to have those same cravings um, and, and need to eat. So, so not everyone with binge eating, um, but it's a subset. And if you eat a lot of processed food, or a lot of food with MSG, it's likely contributing to this food addiction, compulsive eating. How much does genetics play a role in obesity? 
Well, I think it's uh, in the obesity world, it's, it's pretty significant. You know, we have different, um, you know, what, what we're calling, um, you know, weight um, areas of um, kind of uh, that we, we kind of set points is uh, the word in the literature now. So genetics um, played a huge part of that. And, and the genetics is, is such a variable term because it, it's not just the genetics of eating or, or being overweight. It could be the genetics of your ability to what I described, uh, digest and, and absorb protein. It could be the genetics of how you metabolize MSG. It could be the genetics of a whole host of factors that contribute to uh, obesity. But it's clear that uh, genetics uh, affects our weight and um, our set points. And then the, the term that I think is most important is the term called epigenetics um, because, you know, genes aren't our destiny. You could have, you know, three generations of obesity, but doesn't mean you'll be obese um, if you can control your diet and your lifestyle. So okay. epigenetic is a term. It's how our environment and our experience affects the expression of those genes that were transmitted through our parents. Mm. Interesting. So, so a diet of, of junk food and sugar um, will affect our genes differently than someone eating a, a different diet. Someone who's had a trauma um, can change genes different than someone who's been nurtured. So this mm. epigenetic, how our environment affects the genes, I think is a critical part of understanding uh, binge eating disorder and uh, other eating disorders. Well, I think it's particularly important for listeners to understand that simply using um, alternative um, methods for for helping them um, in relation to the supplement side, I would think that they're going to need some psychological counseling as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think for binge eating which I see is a very treatable eating disorder. You know, I talk about the three legs of a stool. Part of it is just the nutrition. Some individuals are starving all day and then they have to binge because they're restricting. My, the focus of my book is nutritional supplements and support, the amino acids in particular. But that third leg of the school, stool is the, the psychotherapy. Absolutely, understanding um, how food, you know, affects us, whether it's, you know, early uh, family dynamics and, you know, psychotherapy, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy has been shown to be very helpful for binge eating disorder. I was thinking that if somebody wanted to go to your um, clinic once it opens in July and now from what I understand, um, it is a medical condition that is approved by insurance? Yes, yeah. Every uh, thing that we do would be covered by insurance for the uh, hospital, absolutely, or the residential. For binge eating disorder, sometimes um, it can be treated as an outpatient. 
Um, it's looking at some of these individualized testing and nutritional supplements, and sometimes it's um, therapy and medications. Hmm. That's great. Just great. What else would you like to add? In other words, my thinking is you've written this wonderful book, Integrative Medicine for Binge Eating, by Dr. James Greenblatt. Once an individual reads your book and they understand how to rebuild their life, basically, then they're going to need a practitioner to help them do that. Uh, you know, I think the, the good news around binge eating disorder is, again, the treatment is um, can be simple with the right uh, clinician. So you want to just make sure that you find a dietitian that can work with you or around diet and a, and a good therapist who understands binge eating. And, you know, the work that we write about is kind of the nutrition and the amino acids that we talked about, but there are times that medications are indicated. And there's one approved medicine uh, for binge eating disorder now, and there'll be another one approved um, maybe in a couple months. And there is effective treatment. So I just want to really make sure everyone understands that. There's a nutritional approach, there's a therapy approach, Sure. But there are also medications for those that, you know, don't get relief from those uh, first two therapies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the new HOPE model? Well, the new HOPE model just really um, establishes um, this concept of um, stop blaming yourself and uh, not feeling guilty, that there is a biochemical basis and the goal really is, you know, reestablishing balance. And most of the time, this state of binging or this constant need to eat or eat excessively is due to deficiencies. So we monitor um, and assess for deficiencies of nutrients. Oftentimes, is what I shared earlier, the not properly digesting protein. So we're adding digestive enzymes. We're adding amino acids, and then trying to establish um, balance and looking at the, you know, the the three triads of the stool, the therapy, the biological, and the nutritional. Give us a a good example of how one might talk to a friend or a family member about your book or perhaps even purchase your book for them without upsetting them. Because, well, you know, I, I think um, it's you like, know, the you know, binge eating. Binge you know, they're, they're, they're so <laughs> commonplace, whether it's binge watching TV or, or binge eating. But I, yeah. I think the important thing is if somebody is feeling out of control with their eating, and again, it's not overeating. I mean, we're all familiar with eating too much at a meal. You know, mm-hmm. binge eating disorder really is a um, it, it's a psychiatric illness, uh, a secretive, shameful, um, eating rapid, uh, large amounts of food in a short period of time. So I think, you know, 
with a friend, with a family member, just kind of being able to say now that there's information about binge eating and being able or, to share. Or, or obesity. Can you Could you say that as well? Uh, for some individuals, they have, individuals with obesity have binge eating disorder and other individuals don't. Oh, and I dear. think that would be okay. important for professional to understand. So it's not kind of a weight loss program or a book just for obesity. It's a book for those who really can't control okay. their appetite. And and I try to establish in this concept of a new hope model that appetite is based on the chemicals being in the right place at the right time to tell you you're hungry and to tell you you're full. And for some individuals, that just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because of this chemical imbalance in the brain, as a result of not having digestive um, acids, enzymes, or and or amino acids to assist in the protein breakdown. And that body. is one part of it that that hasn't been talked about, and that's why I stress that in the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Was there anything else you'd like to add today? Well, just, um, you know, the overarching theme in all of our work is that everyone is different. You know, we we talk about lots of different models of of what we call getting off the roller coaster. So some individuals might have a food addiction to sugar, to MSG, monosodium glutamate. Others might be deficient in the amino acids we talked about. But we also see... Uh, other nutritional deficiencies, you know, vitamin B12 uh, and, and other nutrients. So I, I think the big message, what we're trying to share is that the individual who feels like they can't control their appetite, there could be a neurobiological um, issue and there could be a deficiency that can be treated. So that's why the hope is in the title and the mm-hmm. new hope model that you don't you have to have that shame and guilt about eating. Wonderful. I think you're doing fabulous work. Well, thank you. Where can our listeners purchase your book? Uh, the you know Integrated Medicine for Binge Eating. It's part of a series um, from Psychiatry Redefined, where we're trying to. Um, you know, we have four books and finishing up a few more, looking at depression, uh, all, uh, prevention of Alzheimer's and anorexia. And uh, so in this Psychiatry Redefined series, it's available on Amazon and on okay. our website, uh, jamesgreenblattmd.com. Well, I encourage our listeners to get your book and share it with a loved one or a friend who you think might benefit from it. Um, I think it's it's wonderful to hear that we have treatment options now that are covered by insurance. That's that's really a big thing, and that yes, there's really yes, and that there's a successful way to treat binge eating. Yes, we're really optimistic and hopeful, and we've been doing this for 20 years now. So there's lots of treatments that can be effective. Will you have um, up in July of 2020 
your uh, your clinic's information and contact information? Yes. Yeah, the, the hospital is called Walden Behavioral Care, and um, so their website is up, and, and they'll be updating everyone on when this new facility is available. Okay. Waldron Behavioral Care. Uh, Walden, W-A-L-D-E-N. Like Walden. Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Greenblatt. It was really joyful having you back. No problem. I really appreciate having the opportunity to talk about eating disorders um, and appreciate um, talking with you. Thank you. Thanks so very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That wraps up our show for today. Please join us again next Wednesday. We'll have another great guest for you. Until then, please be well. Bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.